Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It's your co-host, Jenny Scott, here with my favorite co-host, Dan, the man, Durant. How are you, Dan? I am good. It's always good to be your favorite co-host, and I am ready to (laughs) geek out. I am ready to geek out today. I am super excited. I know you know our guest already, but I just met him, and I'm super excited. I mean, just reading his qualifications, I got super excited, Um, and I feel like he might need an assistant, and I would like to volunteer here as training. So I would like to move to Atlanta and be our guest's um, uh, assistant. So just making that known, putting that out there in the universe, because he is awesome. Dan, since you know him, why don't you introduce our guest today? Sure, sure. It'd be a pleasure. Uh, Will, a friend of mine, and uh, has a a list of credentials that would take up our entire 20, 30 minutes of podcast. So let's (laughs) uh, say that he's a a doctorate of physical therapy. So he knows his stuff, physical therapist by trade but now really specializes in human performance. And he's gonna be talking to us about, again, we're gonna geek out a little bit and he's gonna share with us a little bit about a product that he's been working with. So Will, howdy, tell us who you are and how the heck you got to where you are. Oh man, well, hey, thanks for having me guys. Uh, It's already, this is already the most fun podcast I've had. (laughs) I love your energy. I love your energy and everything. Uh, It's great. So. you know, my background is, you know, like you said, I'm a physical therapist. I've always been into fitness and, uh, you know, even at a young age, started weight training at a young age, played it, you know, pretty much every sport, but I went down the path of, uh, getting hurt a lot playing those sports. So went into physical therapy naturally. Uh, and then after that, just could never feel like I learned enough, you know, so I constantly got certifications. That's why you you say I have all those. It's really just a thirst to like try to understand more and more. Um, But a kind of interesting side, uh, you know, uh, journey for me was I did my doctoral thesis on a uh, a machine that was a prototype at the time uh, for of a 3D resistance machine. Uh, And that was at uh, uh, the uh, Armstrong Atlantic State University, which is where I got my physical therapy doctorate in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, that was my thesis project. And that ended up turning into the product today known as Proteus, where because I had, yeah, so because I had this early involvement, uh, I then, you know, kind of after 10 years of practice, the, the founder reached out to me, said, hey, you were involved early, you know, on with this, you know, do you have interest in following up? And I said, heck yeah, I'm interested. I think this thing's amazing. And it was a great way for me to now take this clinical and training knowledge I had gained and apply it to this product, which is kind of how I got here. I, and I didn't let him say no, basically. He, uh, <laughs> uh, he, you know, started to ask me to get involved. Hey, can you write some theoretical training programs with machine, this machine? I said, heck yeah, I'll do that. And he said, okay, can you help me out with this other thing? I said, sure. And basically that turned into contract work, then full-time, you know, part-time work to then now, uh, you know, my, my title 
is, you know, I'm the head of strength, uh, you know, human performance and sports science at Proteus Motion. So that's my journey to get here today. So I, I, I got to jump in real quick. Uh, we have our producer, Madison, in the background, and I'm going to let her know that we are, we are, we're, we're going to tee up a video clip here, okay? This is like TikTok ready. Just so you all know, if you get to see this, how serious Mr. Waterman is, Dr. Waterman. I want to I want to see your tattoo and then I'll explain it to the listeners who can't see it. So you got to okay. show us your tattoo. Okay. Again, like I said before, we're not we're going to see something. You know, we're going to just see an arm here. So let's see if it comes up here. So who? Yep. Hopefully yep. you guys can see it. So, yep. And if it moves, maybe you get a little oh! bit more. Maybe you get a little bit more of an idea. Yeah. You got a license for those guns? Dang. <laughs> Low, low caliber pistol, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And what are they? What are they for the uh, the listeners? Yes. So this is so this is the protein structure. Oops, let's see if it's going to come in. Protein structure of muscle fiber. I'm not sure if it's going to work. There you go. There it is. These are sarcomeres, each little unit, right? And then, you know, it's actin, myosin, and then it's both in series and in parallel. So there that it is, is how muscles work. There it is, folks. And the I'm just saying, I'm just saying to not to toot my own horn, but I recognized it immediately. So beep beep. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and to Dan's credit too, when I met Dan, he also immediately recognized. It, so. <laughs> like, shut up. That's not a tribal tattoo. That's right. a freaking no. sarcomere. Well, it's a tribe. It's a different tribe. But that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and we all three know the secret handshake. So we're willing to share if y'all get initiated. Okay, I digress, but that was a really good video <laughs> clip right there. Um, so, you know, the, the Proteus, and I've had an opportunity to use it. Unfortunately, I was still kind of fresh out of shoulder surgery, so I couldn't right. try to get competitive like I normally would. But it's really about measuring, training, and assessing two things, strength and power. And, if, you know, beyond just what Proteus does, can you describe to the listeners what's the difference between those two? Sure. So, so you can think of strength really is your ability to produce force, right? So when you think of that, that's really where your one rep max comes in. So I'm sure all your listeners are familiar with that. It's basically how much weight can I lift, right? And so there's no component of speed or velocity in that, right? It's just, can you lift it or can't you? And if you can, that's how much strength or how much force you're producing, right? If I can lift uh, if I can do a you know 200 pound bench press and I you know get and that's my max then that's how much force I can produce, but power is taking into account how fast I move that right. So if you take strength and you multiply it or sorry excuse me force and you multiply it times the speed at which the object's moving that's what gives you power, and power as it turns out is the currency of sport and most activities that actually is more indicative of performance, right? That's what's gonna determine how high you jump, how fast you can run, how hard you can throw, how hard you can hit. It comes down to an expression of not just force alone, but force times velocity. And so we're providing that information or testing that in individuals so that we can give them an insight on not just their strength, which there's lots of ways to do that, right? but then also their power to give them better insights on how they should be training and whether or not they should be incorporating more uh, velocity-based training and those types of concepts into, uh, into their training. 
That's so true. And I think of like the first thing, well, when you said that was, I always see those people at the gym who have the bench or the leg press loaded up with 15 plates on each side. And then they get in there and they have the smallest range of motion. And my first thought is like, do you push Volkswagens around for a living? Like, <laughs> right. do you, for what? Right? right. Nobody walks around like pushing cars out of traffic all day. When we do things, we slam a door, we hit, we punch, right? It's, it is power that we're doing. Like most of the things that we do are relatively uh, lightly loaded or unloaded in a lot of cases, um, yes. to your point. Um, whereas if you wanna build your strength, of course there's a way to do that with load and with resistance. But the average person even, I feel like this device, like at first I was like, no, this device is for athletes. Absolutely not, it's for anybody. Because yeah. everybody needs to have, my 75 year old mother, bless her heart, needs to have more power to be more effective in her life, right? Totally. I mean, actually when it comes to aging, I, you know, we. You know, I'm of the mindset. So when I say athletes, for me, everyone's an athlete. It's yeah. just what they're doing. It's just a spectrum, right, of, of athletic uh, abilities. But um, the first thing you lose as you age is power, right? You lose it before strength. You lose it before endurance. Uh, it's the first thing you lose. So you know, we're we're trying to you know help out with that uh, you know screening and testing, not just athletes, but you know, as what we might traditionally assign athletes as those who play a sport. But anyone who uh, needs to, you know, measure their power, which, hey, if I'm going to catch myself from tripping, right, if I ever, everyone stubs, you know, catches their foot when they step up on a curve, the difference between a, you know, an older individual is that they often don't have the ability to quickly move their other foot in, in you know, in, in the right place to catch themselves, and then they stumble and fall versus a younger person, right? So it's really just about, um, you know, power is something you're always going to need. Uh, and the more that you can maintain that power, the, you know, more longevity and health you're going to possess in your life. So true. Yeah, it's definitely valid for everybody. So when you started working on this as a prototype, and this is not one of our pre-planned questions, but I'm interested. <laughs> uh, when you started first working on this, like what was the original thought behind this? Was this the exact thought? Like how can we help people build their power or assess it? Um, yeah. Or and like, did it look anything like it does now? The, the answer to that question is definitely not. It looked like <laughs> probably more like a science experiment. Like, or like I, I always tell me it looked like, you remember those old erector set toys with like the metal yeah. It kind of looked like that with a like, you know, old computer monitor. And by, by the way, this is like 2010. So it was like, a you know, not like a long, long time ago, but it was a while ago. Yeah. And um, the, I, you know, I didn't invent it. So I just want to be clear too. This isn't my invention. Uh, this is the invention of Larry Miller and Sam Miller. And Larry Miller is, is the father of Sam. And Larry, uh, he came up with the idea or the concept at MIT of what he called 3D resistance which was basically creating the same amount of resistance in all directions. So essentially for the users, the best way to think about it is if you grab onto Proteus, if you move it in, out, left, right, up, down, in a circle, no matter what direction you move, you're going to feel the same resistance, which is the same type of resistance you get underwater. So if you think about doing like a chop pattern with a pulley machine or a free weight in your hand, now think about doing that same chop pattern, but being underwater and think of how different that would feel. We're more like water than we are like that, you know, free weight or, or a cable machine. Um, and I don't know if he, I think he just basically, you know, my, my understanding of working with him on my thesis project and everything, it was more around, he came up with this concept and he knew there was an application to it. 
but I don't know if he necessarily dove into like the, all the analytical stuff and all that, that, all that, that didn't really come necessarily from him. That came a lot more, I think, from Sam's ideas, who is his son, who saw this invention, helped his dad build the original prototypes and was kind of with him from the beginning. But then he saw the kind of the vision of how it could be this great testing device as well as a training device. So it could provide insights on your abilities and how you should be training. And then you have the option to train on it. And there's some unique benefits to training with 3D resistance, which I'd be happy to go into if we like, but otherwise there's some unique benefits there. Um, or you can always go train on it, uh, train not using other things and come back to the system to get that testing that it can always provide for you. Absolutely. So, I mean, so this is, is it readily available? Is it something that people can find anywhere or is it only in specific facilities right now? I definitely wouldn't call it readily available. We're at, uh, we've, I think we've done 140 installs to date. Um, and okay. so, uh, you know, and that's in various types of facilities. It's by far and away, mostly in uh, sports performance types. Sure. So facilities really ge uh, geared towards training athletes uh, in, who are competing in a specific, in specific sports. Um, but we're also in rehab facilities. We're also in some kind of, you know, what you might call boutique fitness or like biohacking type of places. So we really are kind of in the full spectrum and we intend to kind of, uh, you know, grow more and more, especially in the general fitness market, because we have a lot of application there. We are just starting with athletes, um, you know, much like a lot of other products do, because they're, they have the, the appetite early on to try new things and do this new stuff. And then it usually trickles down into kind of the general fitness market. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the device looks really cool. It looks like to me, it looks like one of those big robot arms now. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's what it was designed to, to look like, right? Cause it's darn sturdy. It has to be if people are putting oh, yeah. muscle behind something on it. Totally. Um, but it's so 3d resistance. It completely makes sense the way you just explained it. And sorry, Dan, I'm just, I'm in this right now. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but um, when there's no other device out there that does this, right? Or are there other devices that are similar? Because I I thought of like, for example, a Kaiser, which has the. No. So the biggest difference, the biggest difference in us, we are the only ones that can, we've actually patented 3D resistance. Gotcha. Um, and so we are the only device that can provide it. And the reason is, is even though a Kaiser machine creates consistent resistance in the pulley itself, uh -huh. which is uh, kind of their, what's really unique about them compared to say like a, a pulley machine, which were when the pulley, when the actual weight is moving around with a regular pulley, there's some variance in the, um, in the resistance with Kaiser, it's consistent resistance coming out, but it's still coming from a single point. Mm -hmm. So if I were to pull it out, right, but then change my body angle and then push so that the ropes facing, you know, to the side, as I push, I'm not getting the same resistance side to side as I am in and out, right? Makes Whereas sense. Proteus is gonna create the same amount no matter what. And then the other way to think about it is this, let's say you, let's keep it for the listeners. It's really easy to think about this. Do it, think about doing a cable curl, right? Or, or a free weight curl. When you do that with a cable machine, it's heaviest in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. Right when that when that uh, when your arm is at a ninety degree angle to where the rope is you know the ninety degree angle to your arm, usually in the middle of the range of motion right that's where it's the heaviest. Well, with Proteus, it's going to be the same resistance the entire range of motion because we're always adjusting to the direction of your movement. 
So um, even as your lever arms change, as you move through space, it's gonna be the same resistance. So it's completely fundamentally like a different type of resistance than what you'll get on like a cable machine or a free weight. Oh, you guys blew up the strength curve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, another way I like to see it is we're kind of like, uh, if you if the lizards are familiar or want to look up isokinetic machines or know what those are, um, we're almost the we're very similar in the type of resistance that we uh, our profile that we create uh, for the muscles that are, are active during an isokinetic exercise where it's a much higher peak of activation for a longer period of time, but we do it in the opposite way. So an isokinetic machine is obviously the same speed with varying resistance. We're the same resistance at varying speeds. So no matter how hard or fast or direction you move, you're we always have the same amount of resistance going. So, uh, but it creates a similar effect to isokinetics. And we're back for another ISSA rapid review. Palian had this to say about our bodybuilding specialist course. Almost all criteria are included to maximize the performance of an athlete in competition or in their daily workout routine. We're glad you liked the course. Thanks, Palian. Really cool. And and before we move on to, to, to more of the science, mm -hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Will, but the, the Proteus is for measuring, but it's also for training. Yeah. So you can you, you can utilize it to, you know, progressively overload to, uh, you know, increase power. 100 percent. So when you're looking at uh, how to use it, we, you know, we whenever we're telling people about it. Obviously, the first thing they think about when they see all the data and stuff that we can produce is, you know, we can measure parts of movements that have never been able to measure, be measured, right? Because less than, you know, 5% of human movement is in a straight line. Yet everything we do in the gym or most of the things we do to measure things are all in straight lines. But, Touché. Touché. but we can measure 100% because we can measure every three dimension. We know exactly what's going on at the end of that handle at any point in time. That's why we can tell you the path of the movement, power, acceleration, velocity, all these metrics. But, you know, what we end up finding is people, once they get the machine, they're super intrigued by that. And it, it gives great value to their businesses, helps them learn how to train, have people come back in and out and test, which is awesome. But it also tells them, or it also gives them a great tool to train with. And the benefits training with on the machine are pretty unique because when you're pushing through that space, if I ever stop pushing Proteus, it just stops moving, right? So I have to push all the way to the end. So it's very, very difficult. And if I push it forward, I then have to pull it back. So I work both sides of the body at once. So it is an absolute killer for metabolic conditioning. Um, you, I mean, I know you're getting ready, uh, you know, Jenny, for a, 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 a show here. If you did this yeah. to help with your conditioning, it would be great because it would help you to really, you know, burn a lot of calories, essentially. Um, but it's much like a bike. It doesn't require a lot of recovery. Right. It's a lot of like, um, uh, you know, it doesn't create a lot of soreness, I guess, is the best way to say. Sure. Um, and so you can add a lot of volume to your training without necessarily having that increase in recovery. So that's really good for athletes that are trying to increase their peak power. But it's also good for people trying to build their endurance, uh, things like that. And they don't want to do and they want to do it in the patterns and movements that they need to for their sports or in life. Um, 
you know, but, you know, they want to be able to do it without risk of injury. So it's a very, very, very low risk of injury um, on the machine compared to even free weights and, and other devices. Nice. So Dan, I have a follow-up question before you go to the next one though. So like if it was an athlete and they wanted to test for example, um, like if it's a UFC fighter and they wanted to test their punching power and strength. Um, so for example, Raquel Pennington from the UFC, I can't say that I know her, but she's been in my home. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. So I'll leave it at that. But like, if she wanted to train and figure out how much punching power she has and she was on the Proteus and she punched forward and the punch back, you could tell because she has to move it through the whole range of motion and ideally as quickly as possible, you could tell which part of that arm, that range of motion is her weakest point, right? Correct. So what we can do is map out where the power is peaking within the range of motion um, at any given point. So uh, what's really cool about that is uh, you can do any movement and you can see the path of the movement and you can see not only the path, but where in the range of motion that, pa that power is peaking. So with a, you know, a UFC fighter, they want that to peak right at contact. Yes. Right. right? So, um, it, but, you know, if you're a rotational athlete, um, you know, which we work with a lot of rotational athletes, um, uh, you know, baseball, golf, yeah. those types of things. Um, we will also, we want the power to peak, you know, where the ball is so we can help people find that. Um, but yeah, to your point, it, the, the thing that I should also emphasize testing on this thing, it's not like when you go do a test, it takes a really long time, um, which is a really important point. Um, if you go back to those isokinetic machines, biodexes, those things, it, it might take you half an hour to test a couple body parts, right? Sure, or if you sure. guys, even in your, you know, when a normal trainer is going through an assessment on strength, you got to jump to all these different machines and test stuff. Mm -hmm. With Proteus, you can do a full body power assessment, looking at every major region of the body in less than five minutes. Wow. So if we're talking about one or two body parts, you know, just a shoulder or just a couple of movements, we're talking about two minutes, right? Right. So that's a big, uh, easy thing is that you're able to um, test very efficiently. So you always have this data to, to rely on to show your clients that they're improving, right? And, and to keep them yeah. on track and keep them motivated. Which I so think is speaking of data, like what kind of data can you get or data, sorry, what yeah. kind of information can you get from like, what does the display show you on this device? Yeah. I mean, when you're working out, it's showing you primarily power. So, right, that force times velocity. But you can also see just velocity if you want, or you can see just power. And then at the end of the, uh, after you're done with a set, you can also see all these other metrics, acceleration, deceleration. Um, you can measure range of motion, consistency, all these other things. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of stuff. And then wow. they can either save it to their account or like print it out. Like what, what happens next? Yeah, so they can save it to their account um, and they can also see how their data compares to other people like them. So you can set in like, I want to see how I compare to other people around my age, other people of my same sex, right? Other people of whatever sport I play. You can compare all those things, even compare yourself to professional athletes if you'd like. And see how do I stack up to to those other you know more ideal groups? Even change it by body weight, those types of things. So we're really trying to be the new kind of normative gold standard of testing, so that you always have an idea of where you stand, and it's really easy to get that information. Love it, so cool. Good stuff. So well, now for the uh, the the the. I don't know if average is the right word, but I know I'm average. Uh, <laughs> but the trainer. 
out there, the coach that's working with clients. Let's jump into a little more of the, the science. You mentioned uh, in an earlier conversation we were prepping for this that when a trainer is selecting exercises, speed and intent are two things that really matter. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think I, I always like to start with intent and intent really, it should be, uh, you know, when you're training, intent refers to the max, you're trying to get this, the, the weight to move as fast as possible. So that, you know, the maximum intent results in maximum velocity or speed that you can move a given weight, right? But obviously, as the weight gets heavier, you can't move it as fast, right? And the reason is, it's just you, you just can't overcome that, right? You can't accelerate it far enough. That's why people are lifting heavy, heavy weights. I know you guys have seen it even at the facilities. You mentioned the leg press dude yeah. uh, on there. He's not exploding with that leg press loaded with 15 Absolutely. plus, right? It's physically, <laughs> you know, it's physically impossible. Now he can still move it as with as much intent as possible, but, but he's not going to get a lot of speed. And so what happens is if you constantly train with heavy, heavy weights, you will get stronger and you'll develop strength and force, but you won't necessarily gain any speed. Now, now, obviously, there's a baseline of force development and speed, uh, a force development you need to gain speed mm -hmm. uh, to be able to be fast. If you're weak, if you're very weak, you're not going to be able to pr pr uh, uh, produce a lot of velocity. But there's kind of this optimal balance where you have enough strength. Now we got to start just working on speed. And that's what we're trying to help you tease out by looking at you know, power versus strength. But the, uh, it always is going to come down to making sure you have maximum intent with whatever resistance you're set um, in order to truly get an assessment of your velocity potential. I love it. it I used to it, it have this saying when I was uh, younger and doing a lot of training myself and, and with others. And it was, yeah, those, those things look good, man. But can you use them? So it's, yeah. you know, I mean, if, if, can you use all that yeah. mass that you're carrying around every day or is it just for looks? Nothing wrong with that. But totally. in the field I was in, you had to be able to use it. And it's like, okay, you know, can you actually use it? And I think a great example of that um, in, in my real early childhood is construction workers. Mm -hmm. You know, that they'll, they'll, they'll work circles around somebody and these college kids would come out when I was pouring concrete football players and, and uh, it, it was a new movement. It was a mm -hmm. different intent. It was a, so it, it, you have to train specifically for whatever that is. Exactly. So it's, can you use it? Yeah. Uh, and now for the, again, for the coaches, for the folks out there, the trainers, how would they apply these concepts when they're programming across a lot of different populations like many of us do or did uh, and based on different goals? So, you know, it could be a, an age difference. It could be a goal difference. How would you consider these variables when programming? Yeah, sure, I, is, think... I love this one because, I mean, not everybody's going to be able to have a Proteus, right? So totally. how do we actually apply this? Yeah, totally. And, and even the way we've designed the system is, you know, hopefully you'll be able to find one, go test on it, but we, are, we assume you're not going to be able to necessarily train on it, right? And um, the idea here is it's all about goals, right? You have to know what the, the particular person you're working with, what their goals are and, and who they are, right? So one of my favorite analogies that one of our customers actually uh, likes to use is uh, the difference between a Mack truck and a Ferrari, Right. If you're in a Ferrari sport, you need to train like you need to train like to become a Ferrari, not like a Mack truck. 
right? So, <laughs> you know, you got to build up. And, and the problem is a lot of the mentality around sports training is to always train like the Mack truck, just get as strong as possible, just get as strong as possible. Yeah, and they yeah. never, they don't add in enough of these, you know, velocity type concepts. So um, I think it starts with knowing who you're working with, knowing what their goals are, and then trying it, you know, like you guys mentioned, specificity is key trying to match the training stimulus to the, you know, goal of if that's a sport, great. If that's, Hey, uh, they want to be able to lift their suitcase over their head and put it in the overhead bin. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, as a physical therapist, that was a big goal of a lot of people I worked with, or, Hey, they just want to be able to pick up their kid and play with their kid and, and not have a, you know, back pain or whatever. So you have to find things that are similar to those activities and apply it. Uh, and all we're doing at Proteus is trying to give you kind of a cheat code of like very specifically giving you exactly what you need to do uh, based on the goal. And because we have all these ways of, you know, cutting the data, you can do a test. And at the end, you can say, how do I compare to, you know, other people my age who play my sport? So now you're going to know how to train because now all the results are going to be in the context of that sport. But you can do this without a Proteus. Right. Same thing. You just got to look to see, try to find things that are um, there's lots of tests out there. I'm sure you guys have them as well of like what's normal for this type of sport. What kinds what's a good, you know, basic strength exercise. What's a good, you know, power based you know, result, and try to build up those things to build up those qualities to match those uh, specific traits. Yeah, and you could literally with Proteus, you could literally replicate and measure putting a suitcase yeah. above your seat. It's yeah. I just had that, I just had that visual. You could yeah, totally, totally do that. Totally. Yeah. We're, I mean, that's why we we are in PT. We're not just, you know, in sports performances because we have that three, you know, three dimensions of freedom. You can really test any three-dimensional movement pattern that you want which is why we inherently have this value over like a nicer kinetic machine, which is always very, you know, restricted in the type of movements you can test. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things you said, well, that, that matters the most to general trainers and who don't, maybe who don't have access to something like this, um, mm -hmm. which it's a super cool device. We'll have him give you guys the website so you can check it out um, and see if there's one near you in just a second, but it's all goal dependent and it has to do with the person standing right there in front of you, right? If it's an elderly person who just wants to like not trip when they walk up, the, you know, over the curb and who wants to be able to climb in and out of their tub or something like that, like, right. Yep. We have to know that, you know, throwing a slam ball around and over their head and doing triple extension and all this stuff is probably not going to be the best solution for them and it could yeah. actually potentially injure them whereas if it's you know a volleyball player or a football player then yeah you can go ham with those guys and then focus again on the movements of their sport um but power to your point it's for everybody um, everybody needs to do it, upper and lower body power and the one that you said transverse plane rotational people always yes. forget about rotational oh my gosh we do it all day every day but nobody yes. wants to train it it's, um, so. it's honestly the, and as a physical therapist, that's the majority of how people get injured is during yeah. rotational type movements. Um, it's definitely what we're least proficient in and what we train the least in as a general state statement, um, which is why it's so important to try to be competent in those things whenever you can, you know? Yeah. So crazy. So speaking of, so if somebody wanted to find out if there's a Proteus near them, mm -hmm. uh, hey, my hand is raised. I would like to know if there is one in Arizona. <laughs> um, where can we find information about the Proteus and then potentially see if there's one near us so we can go check it out? 
Yeah, I mean, I would just go to our website, go to proteusmotion.com. Uh, we are on all the social medias too, so you can learn about us there. And we're at Proteus Motion on Instagram, Twitter, even uh, TikTok. <laughs> so uh, you're going to see us everywhere on that, on all that stuff. Um, and there's lots of great information on there. We also repost, uh, you know, a lot of of our customers content and ideas and things that they're doing to really try to promote them as well. But uh, the first stop is always going to be our website, uh, ProteusMotion.com. Nice. And since you're in Atlanta, are in there, the company is based out of New York, right? Yeah. So we're based in Brooklyn. Uh, and that's, I would say half of our, of our, you know, workforce is there. Uh, software and hardware teams are, a lot of them are based out of there, but then we're kind of scattered outside of that. We have, I'm in Atlanta. Our CEO is actually in South Carolina, but a majority, a lot of our uh, team of customers, uh, success and sales, like Larry, uh, Dan's, Dan and I's mutual friend lives out in California. Um, so there's, we're kind of all over the place. Nice. So did they send you a Proteus? Like, do you have one in your garage? <laughs> I wish. I, I did. I did early on uh, put that in as a line item for a while. But, I, you know, what? We, we, we had enough. Uh, we have a hard time making enough of them. And I don't deserve one to have one here. I'll just go. <laughs> There's, there's a couple in Atlanta. So um, I, I was able to, uh, I, I was at one earlier today. So, I mean, it's, it's only 20 minutes away. So I have access to it. <laughs> nice. I'm going to message them and find out if there's one near, near me, because I'd love to check it out. Um, and especially if it's something that's accessible and um, reasonably priced, I'd love to get some of my athletes. We have, we have plenty in Arizona. So we're kind of in a lot of the, you know, kind of what you might consider the traditional sports kind of hubs. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of them. So California, Arizona, Florida, uh, and then uh, I would say kind of the Northeast, there's like, like a kind of a concentration. And also uh, Chicago has a ton of them as well. Nice. Go Bears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now, where can uh, our listeners find you, Will? Oh man, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm not, I don't do a lot of activity, but you can always message me at will at uh, proteusmotion.com. You can always message me there. I am on Instagram. I have tens of followers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, and I am. Uh, I think I'm Watermania23. <laughs> nice. I like it. It's like your old aim profile. Mine was like Pup yeah. Washer17. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no, I, uh, I've changed, I've changed those aim profile. I'm not whatever I was back then. That, that was <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. I, again, very, very interested in anything that improves sports performance, but performance in general, um, this is an amazing device. I've actually seen this before, even before I knew we were going to be interviewing you. So it's really cool to speak with somebody who was there when they were first developing this. And I love that for you, that this all came full circle and you get to work with it again, now that it's actually done. Yeah. So that must fun. be a trip. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. You know, I, I didn't necessarily think that's what was happening when I, you know, first did that project. I just thought it was cool and I got the opportunity to work on it. And then the biggest thing is once the door was open for me to work with it again, I didn't just put my foot in, I shoved my way in. Yeah. <laughs> so. I should, hey, note to all the listeners, sometimes if you, if you want something, you got to go grab it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think John Bauer shared that not long ago on one of our, our podcasts. That's right. Absolutely. Got to go get it. Got it. Oh. Well, yeah, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, Dan, any last words for our listeners today? Oh, I always have last words, Jenny. So <laughs> reminder, just like Will said, we move in three dimensions, day in and day out. Everything we do, we move three-dimensionally. A, train three-dimensionally. 
be train your clients three-dimensionally. And remember that we're all athletes, just like Will said, we all participate in the sport of life. So we have to train to be successful in the sport of life. Absolutely. And I would just say, before I give my normal closing, I would just love to say, like, again, looking at the list of credentials that Will has, you guys, tremendous credentials, read his bio, um, but postural restoration, um, CSCS, which I'm actually working on getting, um, orthopedic clinical specialist, your doctorate in physical therapy, like, guys, you have to learn. And not everybody's going to go to college for this, you know, and get a master's or a doctorate degree, but there's tons of certifications, tons of credentials out there and ways that you can learn about all these things. And then go find companies like Proteus is a startup. It's not a major company that's, you know, has billions and billions of dollars behind it. Go find a company that does what you're passionate about and go find a way to be a part of it. Um, there's tons of ways to be successful in this industry. So when people tell me there aren't, I tell them you have not tried hard enough. Um, right. And it doesn't, we, he started off as a, a personal trainer and then physical therapist, like, it, you don't have to stay there just because that's where you start, but everybody has to start somewhere. We all have to start somewhere. So, Will, you are an inspiration. You are an amazing success story. Um, again, love this product, love what you stand for, and I love all your credentials. And again, if you need an assistant, I volunteer as Judy. <laughs> I will travel. <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me, guys. It's been awesome. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. Yes, and to all of our listeners, we leave you with our normal closing. Go out into the world, be fruitful, and make good choices. We will be talking to you soon. Yeah.